0: Hi, this is Fred Gladney. Welcome to the podcast. Do you know people who just talk too much? Maybe they talk to sound smarter or beef up their credibility or or just brag. Maybe they just like to hear themselves talk and you sometimes just want to say, shut up. Growing up, we weren't allowed to say, shut up. We had to say, be quiet. Mom said it was more polite. Silence is golden, but most people enjoy noise. Some are literally addicted to noise. They walk into a room and automatically turn on the TV just to hear noise. Somebody talking, music playing, TV on, earplugs in place. We are the most urban, noise-polluted generation in history, and as a result, we're less frequently alone with our own thoughts, and we're seldom hearing God's voice. Yeah, silence is golden, but to most of us, silence is deafening it's almost as if silence were a negative thing. And what about solitude, being alone? We think of being alone also as negative, isolation, solitary confinement. But can't solitude also be positive? Spiritually speaking, both silence and solitude can be incredibly positive. Solitude is the discipline of voluntarily and temporarily withdrawing to privacy for spiritual purposes. And likewise, silence is the voluntary and temporary abstention from speaking so that certain spiritual goals might be sought. Jesus practiced both silence and solitude. In Matthew 14:23, he went by himself to pray. Mark 1:35 tells us very early in the morning while it was still dark Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place to pray. In Luke 4:42, we see him again going away from the crowds to a solitary place. Moses in the Old Testament and Paul in the New were both transformed through years of virtual isolation in a remote wilderness. So, although most of us have an aversion to quiet and an uneasiness in being alone, every believer should learn the twin disciplines of silence and solitude for at least these three reasons. To deepen our worship of God, To demonstrate our faith in God and to direct our speech for God. First, to deepen our worship of God. Donald Whitney, in Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, says this, the worship of God does not always require words, sounds, or actions. Sometimes worship consists of a God-focused stillness and hush, end quote. Habakkuk 2.20 says this, The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. And Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 7 says, Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated those he has invited. There are times to speak and times to simply be still and behold him in silence. Sometimes, if we're fully focused on God, mere words can't even express our joy and love of Him. There's always a place for wordless worship. Wordless worship. Second, to demonstrate our faith in God. Sometimes silence and solitude and not wordiness can be an expression of faith. A quiet absence of anxiety can be an expression of faith. David said, My soul waits in silence for God only. From Him is my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be greatly shaken. Isaiah 30 verse 15 says, This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest is your salvation, in quietness and trust is your strength. Again, a quiet, absence of anxiety and a season of silence can be an expression of faith. And finally, to direct our conversation for God. In other words, silence and solitude can teach us to control our tongue. After all, the religion of the person who can't control his tongue is worthless. James 1.26 A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent, with their mouths shut they seem intelligent." That's Proverbs chapter 17, verses 27 and 28. So the practice of silence and solitude teaches us we don't need to say much of what we say, in much the same way that we discover we don't need a lot of the food we give up when we fast. James 1.19 tells us to be quick to hear, slow to speak, Listening is more important than talking. The skills of observation and listening are also sharpened in those who practice silence and solitude so that when they do speak, there's more of a freshness and depth to their words. I have a friend who says very little when we're together in a group setting, but when he does speak, everybody leans in and listens because his words are fresh and meaningful. Practicing silence and solitude helps us to control our tongue and to be more Christ-like. So three reasons every believer should learn the twin disciplines of silence and solitude. One, to deepen our worship of God, to demonstrate our faith in God, and to direct our speech for God. Grow closer to God. Be quiet. Turn off the noise. Shh. Listen to the silence. Turn off the cell phone. We'll see you next time.